Auckland roads were gridlocked this morning as people dodged flooded and damaged roads to get to work and school. 20 roads remain closed, a dozen restaurants and at least one hotel are shut and berms are still laden with sodden household furniture and flooring. For some residents and businesses, it's still very much clean-up mode. Amy Williams reports. Scraping off the peeling paint on his front wall, Jimmy Jin and his wife Sandra have been filling a skip and cleaning for days. He says their tenants have found temporary accommodation, but the house is red-stickered. Clean up their lobbies, you know, putting the bin, oh, yeah, you know, the carpet, you know, or, you know, putting the bin. Very, That's a big job. Yeah, very big job, yeah, yeah. Have yeah. you been working all weekend? Yeah, yeah. We've been here about seven days, over seven days. Further west, the flooding took out all the furniture and flooring in 20 classrooms at Green Bay High School. As well as lesson prep, Principal Fiona Barker says teachers did some heavy lifting to help get the school ready for the year nines to start today. For us, the damage was furniture and floor coverings, and all of that will be fixed up in the next school holidays. We, we do have a bit of lino work as well, but thank goodness we are able to use most, if not all, of those classrooms. Ms Barker says the students have coped well with the uncertain start to the school year. There's a bit of resilience there, you know, after the years of COVID, the students just rolled with the start of the year and everything's looking pretty great and pretty positive out there really. Auckland Emergency Management has helped 276 households find temporary accommodation. The same number of homes have been red-stickered, deemed too dangerous to enter. Another 1,500 homes have limited entry. The Deputy Mayor of Auckland says the council's budget for 2023 will be affected by the massive flooding. It already has a near $300 million hole in its finances. A dozen restaurants in the city and surrounding suburbs are closed after flooding damaged their dining rooms and kitchens. Among them, Fort Street restaurant Cassia, whose operations manager, Chand Sarawat, says it's a stressful time. It's devastating. Both, both of us are really down. You have one flood and now it's like the second time and it's unbelievable, but really hard. It's hard on the business, it's hard on our stress levels and mental health. I guess it's hard on our staff as well and it's, yeah, we just we have to find the strength and keep going. Local leaders have set up an emergency hub and drop-in centre at a community centre in Mount Roskill, where people affected by the flooding can collect donated clothing, furnishing and toys for their children. Jade Nicholas is overseeing donations today. She says those coming in for help are facing uncertainty alongside a cost-of-living crisis. People are just unsure of, you know, what's to come and, you know, people are nervous and people are afraid and parents are stressed, you know, where they're going to live and, and how they're going to um, support their children, like schools just started up and, you know, it's just been one thing after another. This Saturday, the Acts of Roskill Kindness is holding a working bee, asking for anyone who can to come along and help. We'll be going out into the streets and just door knocking, um, helping our, our own families out, you know, um, that are struggling or that need the extra hands to help out. Because it takes a village.